Hey everyone, and welcome back to Cocktails and Comics. It is I, Andy, and of course, I'm here with the lovely Alec. What is going on, man? Really excited, actually, what you have propped up on the screen. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but I am doing phenomenal. I'm coming off of a mini vacation. This is my last day off of work. So nice. Four-day stretch of just nothing. Got to see you guys. It was a blast. I got to see uh, the old lady's best friend. So it's been an all-around eventful yeah. And to say the least. Yeah. But it's nice too because I had Friday to fuck around, Saturday to fuck around, Sunday to hang out with you guys for brunch. Yep. And that's when we really fucked around. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then I had Monday and Tuesday to just bring it all back. So yeah. I'm perfect spot. Perfect, How man. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. You know, uh, as Steve said on Riptide, it's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but no, good. The weekend was good. Uh, not a ton of news out there regarding cocktails and comic stuff. Uh, but I did get Jedi Survivor. Yes. And that's one thing I did want to talk about. I'm about 50% through the game right now. Um, Are you doing just storyline? No, I'm doing some side stuff as Got well. It. More more story. I know about, some of your playthroughs are like doing this straight up yeah. or, you, or you mix and match. Something. Yeah, I think the main thing I'll do is most of the story. Like There is a lot of side content that adds another you know, 20 hours to it. Mm. Um, I do it if I like come by it. You know, if I'm like in the area, I'm like, okay, I'll check this out. But you're not, you know. you're not RDR. But I'm not, like, yeah, taking your time to right. Who's so this I'm like guy in the woods, <laughs> right? I'm like, no, I'm gonna do the mission or the story just because I want to know what all happens. Cool. Uh, and then second playthrough, you know, ninety percent of completed. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but no, the game is phenomenal. It's one of the few games where you look at a sequel and you go, this is as good and or better than the first one. And one of your favorite parts you happen to mention to us is that normally, even with every sequel you get or whatever, your stats reset, your yeah. powers reset, you go through another tutorial like you didn't just wait five years for this right. game to come out. Right. And uh, instead, you said that you had everything from the last game. Yeah, they threw you right into it, which was awesome. Uh, I appreciate games that do that. Uh, very just because, rare, though. It's right. very Oh, rare. it's extremely And it's like, I started playing and I was like, oh shit, like they are just literally... I think the tutorial was 10 minutes of just like, all right, here's how you hit them. This is the attacks. This is uh, how you force. You can block, and then here's your force pull, force push. Get to it. Have fun. You know, get, <laughs> get on. That's nice, though. That's yeah. very good. So, and then, like, the whole first mission, again, being somewhat difficult, but also teaching you along the way while making it exciting. You know. But difficult's good because you know you're going to encounter that regardless. You might oh, just yeah. do it off the bat, get right. it out of the way. Like, yeah, we're going to ease up a little like, yeah. right after this, Yeah, but get intense. Well, I mean, even the gameplay style that the Jedi Fallen Order games are, Fallen Order and uh, Survivor, they're very, uh, like, Dark Souls-y, you know? Like, they have that feel to it where it's, you have to pay attention when to block, when to attack, when to... Dodge out of the way. So you actually have to be systematical when fighting. Oh, a thousand percent. Cool. You know, and again, you can lower the difficulty so it's not as aggressive. Like, mm-hmm. you have more time to parry uh, or more time to dodge. And then as you get higher in difficulty level, uh, then those stats go down. Like, you have to be perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is different than, like, you know, Bloodborne games or, you know, Dark Souls. Would you say you're a fan of that style in comparison to... Um, like a GTA or even um, I want to say like the Batman games where it was just one solid difficulty and the game adjusts as you go along or if it notices you're having trouble it yeah. the AI waters itself down but if you're going well it stays at that 
middle mark or if no. not goes above? I mean, do you have a preference on? I would one? say difficulty levels. I would say because. Uh, for a gamer like myself, I like to start out on a medium, you know, like not the lowest level, but medium. I am an easy player, and there is no shame in that. No, there isn't. Because there is I'm there to enjoy myself and play the game and right. get get as far as you can on on medium. Yeah. Or hard. That's how far I want to get on easy. Yeah. You know, and then if I do the next playthrough, I'll probably feel comfortable enough to just yeah. go to a normal setting. Right you now. You know, and again. Our our paths are different on video games. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were always an eight bit guy, and you know you stayed in that lane, and you went to like GTA and and those types. Which again is one solid difficulty. Oh, if yeah. you can't pass a mission, eventually the game will say fine. <laughs> right. But how many times have I died over and over in some of those? Yeah. You know, like it's just the way the game goes. But yeah. I like the auto difficulty as well as <clears throat> like Valhalla, yeah. Assassin's Creed. Yep. Definitely put it on easy. Yeah. Because I'm not. <laughs> close like what you and like Bowman were well yeah because I mean I grew up playing FPS mm-hmm. third person yep a lot more tactical games uh, than probably you have so again I was 20 something and diving into my first Tomb Raider right put that shit right on easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I'm like yeah. I've seen videos and I've heard about these games ain't no way ain't no way yeah. like, so I, I dumbed that down and I have continued to play as such <laughs> yeah no and I totally get it and I don't think there's anything wrong with that you know I like just after I beat a game or I played a couple times, I like to go to the most challenging. I'll do that mostly with uh, first-person shooters, just because it's it's with those most of the time it's a rhythm, like like Call of Duty. It's a rhythm. Enemies spawn at the same points. You know where they're going to be. They're going to jump out at the same exact time every time. So then you just get it ingrained, like how you watch a movie. You know all the movie lines. Yep. Like you're that way with movies. You know what's coming, you know the line, you memorize it. Me with like Call of Duty games or first-person shooter games, if I played enough times, I know where everyone's going to be. Last of Us, you're basically already aiming there. Right, you know, and then so that's why I can throw it on a you know, veteran or the hardest level. Makes sense. Because I know exactly where everything is going to be, and mm-hmm. that obviously makes it easier sure. for that type of player. Sure. Um, but I mean, then there's other games where it's, you know, not random all the time, but like, if you had like RDR two, like, and you could do a veteran difficulty. Oh, that game would be impossible. When would you know when people are going to come out and, and all of that? Because so. they don't. Because it's always different, right? Yep. You know, and it already is that way. Yep. Um, so no, I for the reason for Survivor, I really enjoy is I just think it's a um, equal or better. I would say better than the first one, uh, which again is great. What you want in a video game. And then also the the play styles, adding more stances into it. So now you can, in the first game, you could just have your single blade or uh, dual-sided, like Darth Maul. Uh, and now it's those two um, dual-wield, like Ahsoka. Uh, then you have a blaster and a saber. And that's more of like a fencing technique. And then you have a blaster with you. Uh, and then the other one's like Kylo Ren's, where it's a lot more heavier so high risk, high reward. Yeah, he's got kind of the broadsword of, yeah. of the lightsaber. Weapon. And they treat it that way. Like that's the you way. You can tell. It's oh heavy. yeah, yeah. And it's I I don't like it because I we like gotta be mine. timely with those fuckers right. too. You know, and mine are fast, quick attacks. I like to mm-hmm. to get it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, not like my sex life. <laughs> uh, but no, I think it's just it's an incredible story. Um, I like the way the progression happens. Again, you keep all of your stuff from the first game. Um, and they're both 
in your opinion, would you say they're both pretty uh, easy pick-me-up games? Yeah, I would say. If you, I, if you never played a game as such, yeah, I, and I were to buy Fallen Order, and I've I think never you done would want to start with them. Yes, you'd, it, it's an easy for anybody to just no. get into because Fallen Order was definitely more slow. It was trying to immerse you in that and, and gave you the time world and, and everything yeah. too. Yeah, you know where this one is. Hey, this is full balls to the wall. Let's go. You know, got it. Um, so I, I give it a nine out of ten. I mean, as far as I am right now. Um, which is hard for games to do for me, uh, but I'm like it's it's up there as one of the top tier games. Well, IGN I believe that got a, a eight five or a nine probably. I think I would so. imagine. Yeah, because I mean the first one was I think a nine as well. Yeah, so I trust them as much as you trust a Rotten right. Tomato score, uh, you know, on most things. Right, and that's why I'm just like make this shit canon. I think it technically is canon, but again, it, it takes place like The Mandalorian, kind of an outside world and. Then these people get brought in. And what's the uh, timeline here? Compar- this is... In comparison to something we, I would know, we would know. Yeah, this is around uh, Obi-Wan's watching over Luke as a child. Oh, so This before. takes place around the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Cool. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so that's why a lot of people are like, I want... Can, like, Obi-Wan just show up? <laughs> you know? Just in a credit scene or something? <laughs> and nothing has popped up online. But I also like it because, like, it's its own thing. Like you want to see these cameos, but or then you're also backs, like, yeah. you're also like, okay, you know, this is its own thing. But that's why you like, give these main. <laughs> I get paid to do this, gamers, and break then uh, uh, game breakdowners basically, yeah. and let these people search every uh, <clears throat> mile and inch of the maps. Mm-hmm. Given another couple of weeks, we'll start getting Easter egg videos of like, here's the 15 Easter eggs you didn't see yeah. in, in Survivor. And you're going to be like, 15? Yeah. I saw one. There was one that I do know. They I, mentioned one famous character from the movies and Boba Fett, which was Max Rebro. <laughs> the the piano, keyboard playing, elephant looking. Oh, amazing. Guy. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, they, they mentioned him in the game because you end up hiring like your main place is a bar mm. and then you recruit people. Uh, so I recruited uh, this droid and this lady who are into music and the droid DJs. So then when you go into the bar, he's like hopping up and down <laughs> and like playing DJ shit. And then all of a sudden you ask her like, Oh, how did you, you know, kind of get here and everything like get famous kind of. And she's like, oh, we got, you know, hooked up with Max Rebro. And I was like, what? I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> you literally brought a nothing character to life. And, and but life. leave it to our generation and the internet, though, to make that character from a nobody to an absolute top star. Oh, yeah. Because he was I mean? just goofy looking and playing the keyboards. And, you're and like, that band has gotten so much, like, there's jokes about it. Right. But eventually everybody's like, no, they fucking slap. Yeah. And then you get that weird fame to it. So yeah. now when he's mentioned, everybody's like, fuck it, it's my yeah. boy. Like, Immediately as it was said, I was like, that's awesome. I was like, that's really funny. I enjoy that. I did see an Easter egg where you can go into some cave and you climb this pillar and then you uh, get on this second floor area that you sneak through a long cave and then you come up to a droid drawing contest or whatever. They're like drawing uh, one of the old droids or something. Or uh, they're drawing something from what we would know. And then um, there's just three droids set up with pads, like easels and uh, paper. (laughs) They're just drawings. And it's like just something stupid that, again, the devs put in. Right. 
There you what, go. What if on your own, you're like this person did is like, uh, what? Yeah. And there's just three droids that are drawing. They're just drawing. That's cool. You know, like but like that. those kind of Easter egg videos, like I'm waiting for yeah. because those kind of stupid shit can be found, but then you're probably going to get some cool other stuff, yeah. you know? Well, no, a lot of the trophies are named after like famous sayings uh, from the movies. Uh, Cal at one point does say, I got a bad feeling about this. And you're like, of, of course, you know, like it's you need those movie. little, it's in every movie. Yeah. And like, uh, I forgot what one of the trophies was, but I was like, ha, that's, that's good. Oh, I like that's that. Funny. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So I'm like, it's cool to see those things. And I'm like, more I think about it, I'm happy that there's not like, we're throwing these giant cameos at you because marketing, like money, right? You, you know? don't need them. Right. These characters. As right. you said, it'd be cool to see Obi-Wan, but right. like, do you, is he even pertinent to the story? Right. Is and that, that's it, the main thing. Unless anywhere. Right. And I mean, this has nothing to do with. And not even close to it. You know, uh, the Republic or anything like that. No. And it's, it actually touches on the High Republic, which is really cool. Um, or the Empire. Before it was, it's not based on the Empire, uh, but there's a lot of storyline about the High Republic. So learning about that is very cool. Um, and again, everything else that we want to be touched on, by right. instead of, <laughs> right. got it. Okay, and it's it's just very cool that way, and like meeting new bounty hunters and and everything like that. Again, new characters that you're like these are fucking rad. I would love to see them live action someday, and I think that's where you bring in like the main protagonist from the Jedi games, like you bring Cal into one of the shows, even a mention of him right would be cool, would be nice. Um, so again, hopefully that comes in the future, but I, I gotta say nine out of 10 for me so far. Well, how well has Star Wars done too with these blank canvases that we've been given lately as well? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Mando, Boba, yeah. fucking Ahsoka's about to show up, Kenobi's yeah. world. I mean, yes, we're all familiar with these, well, other than Mando, we're familiar with those, uh, other characters, mm-hmm. but there's so much that they can tell and that they're now able to be told. Like, thank you, Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Yeah, it's not about you guys, Skywalker. You guys are bringing to the forefront comfortable stories yeah. in a comfortable timeline where now when they laid this shit out, this map that they want to do, yeah. it, all the, the projects they're looking for to drop uh, later on down the road, man, you're opening... You're exactly doing now opening the door to what we're what the general masses are going to accept right. while fans are sitting there going, fucking finally. Right. I, I think it's a great idea. I think the shows are phenomenal. Yeah. And they're great stories to tell. And and obviously like you when you go from Andor to Kenobi was still kind of goofy, you know, like yeah, in a way, but uh, you know, Boba Fett was more goofy than I actually thought it would be. Right. So, like, you go from Andor to something like that. Andor is a great story told. Haven't right. watched it, but it's this very serious Rogue One right. tone. Yeah. And then you have these other shows that are just as campy as the first seventy-seven. Right. You can see what outlets you can put these certain stories in that are going to work. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, if the Guardians of the Galaxy were put into an Eternals. Uh, uh, like seriousness not working right so they got the right stories with the right way to tell them yeah. the right way to film them right I think we're in for a wild ass roller coaster especially because with just based on this game alone yeah. nobody knows who Cal is right and now everybody gives a fuck what happens to this man oh yeah you know and I mean it's huge and, and they're doing very well on introducing again these familiar characters now to push us into a direction where we're probably not going to know a whole lot of people right well, and again, I think even after the second game, it opens up a door to 
what other Star Wars games can we make? You know, because we were supposed to get that 1313 game, which was strictly about bounty hunters and uh, Boba Fett, I believe. Uh, it was a Boba Fett game, I yeah. believe. Or, or there was a separate Boba Fett game that was also canceled. Yeah. But you can somehow find footage of it online, and yeah. everybody's like, you you stopped this. Right. For what? Yeah. Because well, he sold it to Disney, and <sighs> Disney didn't want to continue eat, the project, yeah. wow. you know. Uh, but again... With Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor, you're doing pretty good. But I would like more Star Wars games that are single player, not this battlefield stuff. Battlefront bullshit. Battlefront bullshit. Again, that's fun for those people, but like I want story driven Star Wars games. And that game really, those games really started the uh, play to pay to play. play. Uh, thanks to EA, everybody's yeah. like, this is going to be great. And then for, well, they just enhanced it for a time. grenade. You're like, I gotta, I actually have to pay my money to buy a grenade. Yeah. I can't just go find this shit. Like, and EA got ripped apart for it. Oh yeah. yeah and no. then they released Battlefront 2 and they're like, but wait, you can kind of do a story driven thing. And everybody's like, it's too late, man. Yeah. It's just, you fucked us on the first one. Yeah. Some people bought into the second, but we were over that kind of thing. Like, yeah. We want to, <laughs> you <laughs> Well, I didn't have the first one. I gotcha. But you got the second battle for the second one for Christmas. Yeah. And I bought it not knowing the backlash they were getting. And I played it for an hour and I was like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. And I didn't turn it I didn't turn it back on again for maybe a couple months. And then there was a big news report like on CNN. Yeah, they cleaned it up. They were being sued. And there was a massive update. Because it was all microtransaction out of your own money to get shit. It took several hours. I don't remember the exact amount of time. Several hours for the game to completely reload itself. Yeah, I mean, word on the street now is that it's... Right. And word on the street is that it's it's much better. But again, you lost traction with a lot of people. I was going to say, the yeah. fire's burnt out by now. Yeah. I didn't too, no, no, you're fine. fine. You're fine. Yeah. You're good. It was just too little too late on that one. And oh, was, for, oh, great. And it was, I mean, when we watched the trailers for it back then, we were like, holy fuck, this game's going to be right. blowing out. Holy shit. Right. And then it's we're rinse trying and to steal money from everybody. But it's yeah. rinse and repeat. Right. You know, so that's upsetting. So again, single player driven stories. I'm all for it. And for Star Wars and at any other timeline other than what we're, talking about, <laughs> right. what we're familiar with. I, I mean, agree. it's a very touchy subject to go to the old years. I mean, go to back hundreds of years. Yeah. And nobody's really, other than books or comics, have like stepped on it. So right. I, I, let's bring it to the forefront. Obviously, video games are a great medium that yeah. everybody's going to respect and, and take in. <laughs> we, yeah. don't know. we don't know. No, I, I agree. But I got a couple trailers here, just a few that came out recently. Um, this one I just caught, uh, like, by accident. This is one of my Didn't favorite know. all-time sci-fi stories. This is Orson Welles, uh, right? Yeah, Orson Welles. When he broke in on that radio uh, frequency back in, what was that, the 50s, 40s, 30s? 30s. 30s or We'll say 30s to 40s. He I can go to Google. He breaks in on the radio, and everybody's told to attention, attention, stay in your homes, listen to this. And like, radio's all you had back then. Yeah. So you couldn't just look out your window or click on the TV. Like, you trust what those voices told you in your living room. Right. And the world stopped in a panic. Yeah. When this came. 38. I mean, you just went through the Depression, the Second World War. So <laughs> like, yeah. And, and all of a sudden, Orson Welles is like, should I... I'm gonna. I think it's time. Yeah. And he just drops this this story on America and, and it shook the nation. Yeah. 
because there was no lead in. No. They interrupted a show that was already going on. Yeah. They made it seem like an And they had to bring you the special announcement that these it, but it's funny when you listen to it that like they're actually just telling a short story. And <laughs> but in reality it's they made it sound like a broadcast. Right. Which is it's solely crazy. I remember reading this in high school for my uh, science fiction class, like I was blown away just listening to it and, and watching the terrible first ever movie black and white one. <laughs> but it still tells a great a great thing yeah. and it turns out that they just can't handle a simple cough so <laughs> like in, the end of it, the cold. in the end of it they got the simple yeah the head yeah. cold and they're like no no yeah but i mean i i didn't mind the tom cruise that was one. a tom cruise one too got actually really good reviews yeah. yeah and i didn't think it was terrible you know like i was over tom cruise some parts were a little ridiculous but overall, I was like, it looks cool. It's fun action sci-fi movie. It's and it's putting you on the on the ground in the story and right. on the outside narrative uh-huh. part. You know, where you're seeing a story being told, you are the story. <clears throat> yeah. So this one is War of the Worlds, The Attack. So And it takes, takes place in the UK. Nope. No one would have believed that our world was being watched. And yet, across the gulf of space, an enemy regarded this earth with their envious eyes. And slowly, drew their plans against us. All right, okay. Just calm down, tinfoil hat man. Uh, anything British just makes it better. You know, I just, I love, I love their insults and their yeah. snarkiness. It's yeah. great. It's, it'll work. They're the best. <laughs> oh, we don't know what they want. We don't. Orson Welles did the, did the report the program. Right. Yes. Okay. Okay. What they're capable of. They're looking for one They're moving everyone towards London. What's your thing? Anything we do, we do as a team. Fuck that. <laughs> Absolutely fuck that. How badass does that look? And I always love when our when the military is up against something like this, because it's like, oh, we still have rubber wheels and they yeah. have electronic spider legs. Yeah. Uh and, and tentacles. And even just to say like there's still distance between these two things, how much bigger is that thing than we see it now? Yeah. Oh great. No yeah. thanks, you know? <laughs> Any ideas? It's the beginning of the end. We have abandoned God and now he is punishing us. It's always about God. We can keep hiding. And nobody tells that guy in the movie. There's a God? There's a God. You're going to tell me there's a... Okay. All right. Just wondering. Why is it kids are always going to save the world? I can know? dig it. I can <laughs> dig it. Yeah, it looks. It looks. But there's always that hero guy. Yeah. With the nine, and it's like yeah. if part of the military, but goes against it. If our mortars like, didn't work, what's your fucking <laughs> pistol gonna do? Oh, you're you're gonna protect no matter. Get the fuck out of my way, guy. Yeah. 
Use my laptop in my backpack. I'll hack him. <laughs> Hacker man, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, I'd see that, you know, when it's on Netflix or something. Oh, for sure. Streaming's yeah. on, like, it just yeah. looks like a fun watch. Mm-hmm. And, uh... A good two and a half hour time waster. I'm always good with people getting completely roasted by Space Rays as yeah. well, turned into Ember and Ash. Mm-hmm. So, it's a, it looks like a good run for me. Yeah, I don't think it would be bad to watch. I don't feel like I would be losing time. No, I think it'd be a fun watch. Yeah. I think it'd be a fun watch. Yeah. And and again, I love the story. As right. long as you follow the story, which is us against them. Right. And we win. Right. <laughs> we <laughs> win. I got, I got, unless you're going to twist it up. If we lose, end, yeah. it's even better. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I like when everyone gets got, you know? Cloverfield. Yeah. Thought you were going to get away and like, no, we died in a bridge tunnel. Yeah. You know, amazing. That's, that's what amazing. It needs to be. Amazing. Rogue One. You know, everybody gets got. Every- Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's been like 10 years. But. It's like when I introduced somebody to Game of Thrones and uh, he really liked Ned Stark after the first two episodes yep. I watched. And I was like, dude, he is awesome and he's going to be a huge part to this. Yeah. And then two days later, this guy came to me and he's like, dude. And I was like, what's up? <laughs> and he's like, are you kidding me? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I just smiled at him. <laughs> he's like, you told me. I was like, oh. He was. He was a big part of it for six And I was, like, I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Did he get his uh, Yeah, I told him he was a long-term big player in the story. At least for a few seasons. Ooh. Yeah. Oof. Yep. Yep. Just make it worse. Yep. Just and he's worse. just at home, just watching I'm this, still like, processing that death, to be honest. I mean, it was the worst. <laughs> so. At least somebody didn't tell you to watch and to believe in this man, because you know? I did that to somebody else. And, yeah. to, and to watch just that drain from the behind their eyes, it was... That happened to me when I started Lost. I started Lost 15 years after it aired. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was figuring out what characters I liked. I didn't care for the show all that much, but I like had characters I it's did It's a rinse like. and repeat, and then it just gets weird from what I heard. Yeah, and I was like, whatever, but I liked Charlie. And he was like this drug-addicted douchebag, but he just like, he had some sincerity to him. And he was one of the few characters I liked. And then he got clean. And then I started telling the person that I, you know, that wanted me to watch it. I'm like, dude, I love Charlie. He's a great guy and everything. And he goes, oh, yeah, Charlie's great, man. He's, you know, he stays around and it's, it's great. And, like, a week went by and I'm binging into it. And then fucking Charlie dies. <laughs> <laughs> and I... I stopped watching after that because I was like, I can't take any more heart. So you were on that other side. But yeah, and it was also like none of these other characters meant anything to me. Like they were so fucking boring. Oh, yeah, right, right. And I hate it. Or they were pretentious and pieces of shit. And I was like, I can't do it. All stereotypical. Yeah, it was just not fun to watch for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, my parents made it all the way through, and they're like, it was so good. I'm like, that's why you guys have terrible taste. I just yeah, still bothered weird. by the vault to this day. You yeah, I mean? it's just that that season was fucking god awful. It's basically the only episode I saw because my cousin was watching it at the time, and just, him and his girlfriend had to finish it. So what do I do? Notorious input, walk input in on the last number. walk in on yeah. the last episode, and I'm like. That seemed dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I didn't even finish that season. Like, what if somebody brought you up to date on like? Almost to the Ninja Turtles story, and then all they end the story with is like the sewer cap, and you're like, "What? <laughs> what about when they become nothing? nothing? No, I just okay, it's over. All right, <laughs> guess I'll just watch the used car in the sewer, <laughs> and that's what they gave you. Yeah. yeah, at the end of it, after all, like what is it, twelve seasons? Some shit bold, crazy nine, ten. Yeah, I don't know. And all just to be like, figure it out. Yeah, pretty much. 
It's kind of like the Sopranos. Is that your job, CBS? Is that yeah. your job, CBS? Yeah. Well, the Sopranos is iffy for me. I kind of like the idea. No, the whole show was great, but I hated the pitch the blackout. Black yeah. And then it's figure it out, you know? See what you guys think. It was upsetting. Yeah, because nobody really knows who did it. Well, nobody knows if he's even dead. Literally, the director and the producer and everybody like that have stayed to their word to this day that they said, you were only seeing a part of Tony's life. So. So it just cut out and that was it. Just like a VHS tape that had no more time to record. Right. Could be it. That yep. That's what they said. That he finishes that sentence and goes out and about whatever. Yep. Or he got blasted mid-sentence. Yep. I hate it's all that. up into your I, interpretation. That's, that's what they said. That's stupid. They said you're there for a part of Tony's life. Because nothing else was left up to interpretation. And the rest of Except it. Except for that. Everything from the beginning. Like before you see Tony. Yeah. And then anything after that blackout is all up for your interpretation. It's the dumbest book. Yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah. So I've lived with that for the last couple of years. So now you live with that. Okay. Now we're going to see... Transformers Rise of the Beast. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did watch this trailer and it gets me a little bit more excited. This trailer. Yes. Because I think they played this trailer when we saw the Mario Brothers movie. Because it definitely wasn't any of the ones that we saw. Yeah. So if this is the yeah, This one, one just came out like a week or two ago. Okay. Oh, yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, this one looks a lot better. Better? Yeah. Story-wise and everything? Too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even there, like that first scene, like that got me excited. Yeah, it's like the gorilla instead of just some old man coming out of the woods, right? Talking to Optimus, it's like, doosh, doosh, like right? He's actually gonna throw the fuck down. It's gonna be wicked, <laughs> right? You know, and they're playing DMX, so you know, right, right. And we got Bumblebee flying yeah. it, flying, yeah, in. yeah, love that. I do think it's crazy that they're bringing in Unicron. Okay, but they've given us 10 years of... Oh, no, agreed. Agreed, but that he hasn't showed up in any of those movies, because right. that's what you were building towards. Right. But also, you, you could look at it... building towards Unicron. <laughs> but maybe look at it like your Terminator world, where, like, nothing matters between Judgment Day and... Yeah. Uh, what was that one? Like, yeah. The last one that came out. Yeah. Nothing matters in between. We had no, Transformers. We had Transformers 2, which I think was right. the Dark of the Moon. Yeah, it's whatever it is. I think yeah. it was. Something like that. Not bad. Yeah. And then fast forward to this movie. Yeah. And now. Well, we this is actually in the past. This takes place in 94. Well, I mean, yeah, I saw the Trade Towers. Yeah. But I also think this is like a rebooted. This is a rebooted whole thing. But okay. uh, if it is, I mean, give me flat. Because this isn't Michael Bay. Give right. me flat nose Optimus. Yeah. And whatever Beast Wars. Like. Well, yeah, Optimus. they're. You'll see if they give him the shield that comes up, you know, like like give me it because I him yeah. with the sword and the shield and but again the flat nose truck like yeah old school oh that way that yeah. way you yeah. know like that's yeah. the Optimus I know the fans are going to be receptive to it <clears throat> this obviously just the jungle scene too we had cinematically beautiful yeah great great camera work 
I think it's going to be, so far, this is more rad than the other two trailers. Correct. I agree. thousand percent agree. And Unicron's in it. <laughs> and also, this place takes place in 94. Uh, this DMX song didn't come out until 98. <laughs> I thought we were boys. And Pete Davidson is the fucking voice. Cool. Of Can't wait. <laughs> Man, he's really just on the upcoming, huh? You want it? Come and get it. Come and get it. You brought a human here. I'm nobody. I ain't even seen nothing. I'm not even seeing anything right now. I also like it too. Like I was listening to a couple of my nerd guys and <laughs> it was cool to see. Because in the Michael Bay films, you had an Optimus Prime who gave a fuck about humans. and uh, His whole reason for being here was to protect us. Per to, to, per to, per, yeah, to protect us. And in this one, now again, who knows how long they've been here, you know, or anything like that. But that he, at that moment, you could tell, doesn't give a fuck. He's like, why the fuck are you here? Mm-hmm. And it's not worried. And there's more stuff in this trailer that points to, like, not my problem. We're really trying to be robots in disguise. Here. Right. You know? And I was like, I dig that instead of now you have to build this relationship. You're now building that into a And the story. trust and everything. Right. Yep. Which again makes for a better Which story. is crazy on Optimus' side because for the previous one, uh Shay's story. Shy? Shy. Mm. Shy's story, like Shia. Shy. Whatever. He's fucking <laughs> retarded anyway. But he had to like trust Bumblebee, even though Bumblebee's right. like, we're good. And it was that human trust I'm coming right. in. This point, as a human, I'm like, I got you. You're a giant yeah. robot thingy. Got it. Yeah. And Optimus is like, bitch, I will throw the mask on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm liking it so far. Transformations of Yeah, this is not our war, so it doesn't give a fuck. We must trust each other to protect the home we all share. He's the Oracle. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Can this guy be? Uh, He eats planets. So, like, way bigger than a planet. Bumblebee's a G, dude. Honestly. Dude, Bumblebee gets fucking wrecked. <laughs> and I think we can tell from the curves that he is the Volkswagen Beetle at this point. Yeah. And I think we're going to get OG Bumblebee. He yeah. ain't no Camaro. Well, he got fucking jacked right there, so who knows how long he'll be in the movie. <laughs> Maybe there's another way to save our home. I also hate that it's Optimus Prime and then Optimus Primal. Yep. And I know they're like Grandpa, whatever. But it's like, could you not think of like a better name? Well, the beauty part is, is when Beast Wars came out, I'm pretty sure the Transformers as we knew them weren't around. And that's why that story could be told. And Megatron was like a dinosaur or whatever. And Optimus Primal was a gorilla. Right. It makes sense because our boys aren't around. Now it's like... Ah, Chris Jericho, meet Chris Jericho. <laughs> right, yeah, pretty much. Neat. Yeah. Neat. It's interesting. It's something. Let them come. 
Hell yeah, Hell let yeah. them come. <laughs> the best line in the movie. <laughs> As he puts his car on. This part's brutal. Wipe his head off. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, oh, that's, that's where he's sitting. Is there just, is there it? I think there's a little bit happening. Yo, Noah, take the wheel. Okay, that's a little different. Yeah. I'm interested to see what the Humans that, can get armor, basically. Can I at least if it's armor, not like transforming in anything. But right. Like if he's got a protective armor. Right. <laughs> the human transforms, just bones are breaking. <laughs> Go on. I want to interrupt real quick. Yeah. This must be erasing everything because throughout the original movies, Earth was Unicron. Mm. We just watched all of these like two uh, gotcha. ago, So that's how I know this. It was referenced several times gotcha. that Earth was Unicron. Gotcha. So well, that's this gay. Must be so. Yeah, no, I think this is a whole because re- this isn't Michael Bay doing this. I'm going out there, re- so I stop interrupting you. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're, you're good. We're almost that's information. Anyway. Act, that's good information. Yeah. Um, and the last movie sucked. So I'm actually. They're all beautiful to watch. Right. Like not good stuff. Like Marvel movies, they're all shit, but beautiful to watch. So actually, I was looking at this one. Even that fight scene had like a. And I'm not comparing, but it had like a uh, Avengers type feel to oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Avengers Assemble moment, yeah. very much so. And like yeah. especially that that camera where it's just swinging around the battlefield, and we finally right. still get to those two back to back shooting. It's like yeah. that's an epic battle scene. I'm always for those. I'm always for those. Yeah. Um, also, if anybody bitches about the amount of like CGI in this, um, they're Transformers mm-hmm. fighting other robots. Yeah, I think if you they don't, make it about as realistic as they can with as much right. as that's going on on screen, you can only if it's not people. People are probably easier to CGI on screen, blasting guns than giant mechanical scorpions right. versus giant mechanical robot <laughs> right. beings. Yeah, so it might look shoddy, but I think it looks. I don't know. Pretty epic. No, I'm more excited for it now. I think it, like I will enjoy seeing it. Uh, I'm still iffy on a, a movie, you know, like a theater, a theater date. Yep, I was going to ask you. Um, but I think that'll be a game time decision type thing. Well, it's crazy that the other two trailers made it look like the other Transformer movies, and then this one made it look completely, completely yeah. different. Yeah. So again, I'm I'm hopeful because now I'm like better invested in the kid, <laughs> right? In that story, rather than all you gave me were Transformers. I'm like, I don't get it. Right. I, I don't. There's a gorilla and right. over in the city. Like, I don't get it. Right, but for for how they want to tell the story, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I'm cautious but intrigued. Well, like I said, with the Star Wars like uh, storytelling nowadays too, if you have a blank canvas, hopefully you can paint a Rembrandt out of it yeah. and give us something that we really want and deserve and yeah. will enjoy, rather than the same old garbage that we've been fed. Yeah. So I, I higher hopes than before. Yeah, agree. Thousand. I think I'm fifty one forty nine. Yeah, I I would agree with that. <laughs> But before we wrap up, we are seeing a movie on Friday. I am. We are seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I am more than not ready. I have two questions for you. We're doing this quick because we are running out of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
what are you looking forward most to seeing? Or is there like something you want to happen? Um, is there a character you can't wait to see? Oh, that's the question. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think we're all excited for Adam Warlock, so I'll just put that on the automatic uh, table over there. Yeah. I am curious to see how James Gunn wants to wrap up this team story. Yeah. Because three movies, sure. Christmas special, yep. But we've seen the Guardians a lot more than that. Yeah. And we are a lot more invested in these people than we probably think we are. Yeah. You know? So to wrap up everybody's favorite Motley crew, I am completely like left in the dark here. Yeah. You know, like I, whatever the movie holds, I feel like I'm walking up to the city, Silent Hill. Yeah. It's nothing but fog. And all you see is the entrance to the city and nothing the fuck else. Which right. Is frightening. Yeah. I don't know what's in the mist and I don't know what I'm going to have on the outside of the mist. Yeah. So the, the story that they're going to tell um, and how we get to the end of this and what the send off is, is what I'm most looking forward to. And I think this is a very important movie where they're going to have just as important of a post credit scene Yeah. Uh, where I think we're going to be left in double awe when we leave the theater. Yeah. Um, same question to you. No, I'm excited to see Adam Warlock in... Uh, uh, Again, it's an automatic... Yeah, like, can't wait to see him. And then I'm just intrigued how Gamora gets back into the story and what's going to happen between... I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic. I want to know what's going on between Peter Plus, and Plus, I've been Gamora. cheering for them since the get-go. Right. You know? You know, so that's my two things. Of course, I want to know what how this is getting wrapped up. Uh, but again, I'm the hopeless romantic who wants love, and I love Peter and, and Gamora, so... My other question, just off the cuff, who's dead? Uh, honestly, man, uh, we've talked about it enough on this podcast and off the off the mic. The all the mathematics lead to Mantis yeah. being Peter's only ever had his family taken or ripped from him right uh or never had the opportunity at all to even know anybody that could be considered family even right. like a, a friend or a best friend or something like that um and everybody that was blood related to him he's had to kill or was killed and we find out in the christmas special that he has mantis so he has a blood related sister which is fucking amazing and yeah. it was such a i cried my ass off when they found that out and it's the only way that he's gonna vain scream yeah. And by vein, I mean Chris Pratt's got a hell of a forehead and a hell of a neck vein that makes yeah. you feel the intensity of the pain he's feeling. Agreed. Which is great on him. That's not easy to act. Yeah. To bring up something that traumatic that makes you feel that, that you can portray it. Right. Um, it's got to be Mantis. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's Mantis. Because uh, Rocket's way too easy. Yeah. Uh, Lola wouldn't register that out of out of uh, Star-Lord, so. Yeah. It's got to be Mantis. Yeah, I agree. I just I don't see it going any other way. Groot's already died at one point. Uh, I don't see Drax. I think Drax is going to walk off into the sunset. I think Drax is going to go by his own way. You know, I think Rocket's going to walk off into the sunset as well. With Groot? Yeah, I think he's going to find himself and realize, you know, he has more to live for. And, you know, But he'll just... never leave Groot. So like, No, I think know, they'll like, be yeah. like their, their own thing again. 
And uh, I think Peter and Gamora are going to walk off into the sunset too. And I just I think Mantis isn't going to make it. If they walk off together in the sunset, though, I'm not going to say that it's a solidified they're together walk off. No, I think it's a hey, we're working on. Things. We just might. Her kind of doing a uh, show me what you showed her. Well, she's got a lot to process, right? You know, they're going to, again, tell her, you died, how are right. you here? And she's going to go, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, and that's why I think it will be a show me what you showed her, you know, kind of thing. Like a 50 so. first date sense. Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like think if I was her, then show me why I was her. Right. And they'll go on their own adventures and things like that. But I'm picturing, like, the uh, the silent tension still between the two. Oh, Because obviously what Peter probably just went through and... yeah. This rebuilding and the breakup of the of the band and all that. Yeah. Like I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be brutal. Yeah. You know, like Endgame wasn't the happiest send off. No. Lest we forget, like we lost a lot of people in yeah. the mix of the fight. We lost people in Infinity War and then obviously like the big one was Tony at the end. Yeah. Like it did not end on a happy note just because Thanos was dead. Right. They're like ah. It was just, thank God this story's over. <laughs> right. Like, we survived that. Right. So I think that's what this ending's going to be, is like, hey, they all survived it, and yeah, best luck to you. you know? yeah. Well, we'll be back next week with uh, with our full review and kind of breakdown of it. So. Fuck yes. Till then, love you, bud, and we'll see bud. you guys next week. Take care.